Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast, presented by Sean Patrick Moloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here is your host, Sean Moloney. Welcome to episode 222, Three Simple Places to Add Value as a Realtor. I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week. This week, I want to talk to you about three different places where you can add value. Remember, all realtors technically offer the same thing, right? We help a person buy or sell a home. But the difference between working with some and others is the add-ons that they do. Today, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about ways to save your clients time, money, energy, love, and gain more faith in you. So first off, when getting ready to show a home, Performing the proper due diligence can save you wasted time and a wasted trip. There's nothing worse than driving to a house and it being the wrong one about something that you already knew or you should have known as the professional. Maybe you think it was the client's job, but the truth is it's always your job. It's not your job to ruin showings, but it's your job to remember what people told you and to point out the things that may not work. I'm not talking little tiny things, but if a person says to you something like, I don't want to live in a flood zone, make sure to jump on the FEMA maps, check out the flood zones, and have an understanding of the property's flood situation before going there, rather than to find out from the other agent and pretend like it's normal that the only way to find out flood information is through the other agent. Remember, we're not flood experts. We're not going to guarantee flood insurance and not what flood insurance would be or quoted or any of those things. But what we can do is jump on FEMA's website, operate the FEMA flood maps, and we can see right away if a property sits within a flood zone. And we can have some pretty quick understandings of how close it is in proximity to the water as far as groundwater and all these different things. So that way there we can tell our clients and we can also make the educated decision of whether they're going to need insurance or not by talking with a real estate insurance professional. So don't get too caught up on the flood thing, but understand that you don't have to be near the ocean. You don't have to be near a lake to be in a flood zone. There's inundation, there's rivers, there's all sorts of groundwater issues. There's all sorts of wetlands, seasonal vernal pools, blah, blah, blah. FEMA has mapped that all out for you. Jump on there. Save yourself that time and energy. Next up, Massachusetts. They have a lead paint registry, right? So what does this mean? It means they have a website where we can go on and search any property's information. So we would put in their address and it's going to pop up whether it's ever been done or not. Remember, lead paint tests don't get to be like optional inspection. Nobody really keeps it. Different inspectors may have different opinions. Lead paint tests are done with a little gun type looking device that checks the lead paint. It's certified. People tune it for the government. They tune it. They lock it and they give it to the inspector and the inspector goes out there and does the inspection and then logs it. When it logs the inspection, it's not a matter of opinion. It's not like the inspector said, I think that there's lead paint there. The device that they use identified lead paint. Once that's been done, there's no such thing as, oh, well, let's get a second opinion of what it is, unless that gun is broken or something very weird happened. But technically speaking, once you have lead paint, you have it. So therefore, that registry is there catching all those tests and telling people if hazards were found. And then if hazards were found, it also will identify, has it been deleted? Did it get a certificate of completion? All that information is available. So before driving to a house and taking the clients there, add value. Say to them, hey guys, you know, I know you're excited about this house. I just wanted to let you know 
that in 1996 it was checked for lead paint, at which time it was fully lead decertified that they have had it updated and they've had it all taken care of, but I just wanted you to know that information. That way there, when you go to fill out the lead paint form later on, they're not surprised when they find out that the house at one point had lead paint. Now, a house that's been mitigated, is it okay to live in? Well, that's up to you and up to the client ultimately, right? The state says it is, but that doesn't mean that we can force them and some people hear that and get gun shy. I know that sounds weird because it's like, okay, well, the lead was there, but it's gone now. Some people just don't want to know about it, don't want to hear about it being in their home. So letting them know ahead of time is another way to add value as their realtor. Last one I want to cover here, there's so many ways to add value, but the GIS system, which stands for the Geographic Information System, there are a set of maps that are in every town. Usually the assessor's office covers it. So if you just type in like Hanover, Massachusetts, GIS maps, it's going to come up, right? You're going to be able to go into interactive ones or ones that are fixed with already parameters laid out that are going to be there. The one that is the dynamic one, the one is the GIS online maps is amazing. There's so many different overlays. We can find out different things from the town. Like we can see the parcel maps. We can see the parcel information. We can see the different zoning overlays. We can see wetland overlays. We can see where fire hydrants are, where water lines run. You can see all sorts of cool information about the town. It also makes a great place to print the plot map. It makes a great place to find out all sorts of town information about the property, find out maybe if there's wetlands on the property, find out a lot of great information that you can print out or you can PDF and you can get to your client and bring more than just that MLS sheet. So when you're standing on the lot, you're not saying, eh, it kind of like seems like we might have some land over here, but we'll check bring the map with you to the showing and add that value of standing in the backyard and being able to look at the map compared to where you're standing so that you can show them what they'd possibly own. Guys, it's so easy to add value as a realtor. It's called showing up and giving an F. Don't sit back and just try to let houses sell themselves. Try to create the most luxurious experience of your client's lifetime, and I can guarantee you, you're going to have so many more clients than you know what to do with. Referrals is the key to this business and the key to survival. At first, it's really, really tough to start, right? We have to find people willing to work with us. But once we do, and once we prove how great we are to work with, that's when they release the true power, the power of the referral network. They grow us by telling people about the amazing experience they had with us. Work towards that goal being all about you because once it is, you're going to have that great business. Thank you so much for listening this week. If you haven't already done so, make sure to pound that subscribe button. Also tell everyone about this great free podcast, all about being a better realtor and how to make more money in real estate. Thanks again and have a great week.